You're listening to Weld Found, a podcast about belonging in an age of social isolation and disconnection, brought to you by the Weld Community Foundation. I'm your host, Tim Coons. This is our opening story for season two. It's a reintroduction of the big ideas behind Weld Found. If you've enjoyed the show, this would be a good starting place to share with others. This five-minute piece is also meant to be a centering experience, especially in an election year. Some important dates. Weld Found will begin rolling with season two at the end of February. From there, we hope to release twice a month. Another important date, February 13th, is the deadline for scholarships at the Community Foundation. If you're a student or someone uh, you know is a student, you care about, love a student, head to weldcommunityfoundation.org students. There, one application is considered towards more than 100 scholarships. Last year, the foundation awarded $275,000, so we hope you apply. Lastly, I have a dream to do a live episode of WeldFound, most likely taping in September. If you like this idea, write me, text me, tell me in person. Make sure and let me know that you'd love to be there. I want to get a feel for who all would enjoy an event like this. With that, let's begin our show. Imagine with me for a moment. You're a passenger on a rocket ship from NASA with a group of astronauts. You're leaving your home, your city, your county, your country, and heading up into the sky, through the atmosphere, into space. And you break through to the other side. And while you're hovering in the vastness, you take a moment to look back and see Earth. The blue of ocean, the white of clouds, the browns and greens of land. You see flashing lightning and rainstorms. You witness illuminated cities. A lot of us can imagine this because we've seen pictures. The first popular color photo of our planet is called Earthrise was taken December 24th, 1968. It's considered one of the most important photos ever taken because this is fairly new, being able to see, to have this actual view of Earth. And over these years of exploration, it was new to the astronauts too. So how do you think you'd feel looking back at Earth? Would you be full of awe and wonder? Would you be moved to prayer like astronaut Roger B. Chaffee? Or would you tear up like Alan Shepard? Last year, I heard about this phenomenon called the overview effect. Since humankind has been exploring space, astronauts have come back and have reported this overwhelming experience while gazing at our home, at Earth. The overview effect is defined like this. It's a cognitive shift in awareness while viewing the Earth from outer space. It is the experience of seeing firsthand the reality of Earth, how fragile it is, floating there, hanging in the void. And from space, national boundaries seem to vanish. The conflicts that divide people become less important. And the need to band together and protect this pale blue dot becomes obvious. 
There's a long list of astronauts who've reported experiencing this, so many so that Frank Wright coined the term the overview effect, wrote a book about it in 1987. Edgar Mitchell of Apollo 14 said, you develop an instant global consciousness, a people orientation, an intense dissatisfaction with the state of the world and a compulsion to do something about it. From out there on the moon, international politics look so petty. Another astronaut said, the first day or so, we all pointed to our countries. The third or fourth day, we were pointing to our continents. By the fifth day, we were aware only of one Earth. Alan Shepard said, I realized up there that our planet is not infinite. It's fragile. That may not be obvious to a lot of folks, and it's tough that people are fighting each other here on Earth instead of trying to get together and live on this planet. We look pretty vulnerable in the darkness of space. The overview effect is essentially these astronauts looking at this small marble hanging in space and saying, that's it, that's all of us. Our histories of art and governance and music and writing, all the scientific discoveries and human ingenuity, we're obviously in this together. This podcast is about belonging, about being a true part of community. And we know that for the past 20 or 30 years, we've been really good at dividing, at isolating ourselves from people who aren't like us, creating bubbles and cliques and echo chambers. And we are in the right and we are morally outraged by the actions of others, making villains of our very neighbors. We do this online, in our homes, neighborhoods, friend groups, churches, politics. But we can take a moment to stop, just stop, and see the big picture, the overview. There's a national conversation going on, saying that we are in an epidemic of social isolation and disconnection. And studies show that loneliness is being encountered at unbelievable levels. And there's a direct correlation. The more we are sorting ourselves by our differences and divisions, the more lonely we are becoming. As we look at what belonging means, and we head from space back to our state, our county, our residence, we can carry this big picture alongside anything we do locally and know that we are in this together. Welcome, my friends, to Weldfound. Special thank you to Dave Farrell, a professor at Ames Community College who helped with the sound engineering for this episode. Be looking for episode nine, starting our season two, releasing end of February, called The Disappearance of Yucca Fountain.